0: Film Fair Kim Manchpar Honge, Ranbir Kapoor, Karina Kapoor Khan, Karti Karyan, Dhawan, Janvi Kapoor, or Sara Ali Khanke. Electrifying Performances. To Huchayitayar for Hindi cinema's biggest celebration. Watch the 69th Hyundai Film Fair Awards 2024 with Gujarat's Tourism on Sunday, 18th February, 9 p.m. Only on ZT.
1: It's new, it's amazing. It's Prell, P-R-E-L-L, Procter and Gamble's new radiant cream shampoo with a handy tube. Frell brings you The Life of Riley. Brel, the shampoo that removes unsightly dandruff in as little as three minutes and leaves hair radiantly clean, radiantly lovely, presents The Life of Riley with William Bendix as Riley. If Chester A. Riley could have one wish, he'd probably wish he could have a thousand eyes. Then he could keep one eye on his 16-year-old daughter, Babs, and the others on Babs' 999 boyfriends. None of whom, according to Riley, are up to any good. For instance, the other night...
2: Hi, Dumplin', the Lord and Munster is home.
3: Oh, hello, dear. How was bowling tonight? Oh, for heaven's sake, will you please not put that bowling ball on the piano?
2: Yeah, you're right. The ball might get scratched. <laughs> anyway, I'm through with that game.
3: Oh, you lost
2: again. I ain't going to bowl with those guys no more. I don't like their system of scoring.
3: What's wrong with it? Well, they ought to
2: allow something for knocking down a pin boy.
3: Oh, <laughs> you didn't. Yeah,
2: I think they have put too much English on the ball. You see, I hold it like this, and then I pull back my don't hand.
3: Don't roll that ball. You'll wake Junior.
2: Oh, the uh, kid's asleep already? It's only 9 o'clock. It's so early.
3: Junior's asleep. Babs is out.
2: Out? It's 9 o'clock. It's so late.
3: <laughs> Where did she go? With Simon Vanderhopper. Now, don't start.
2: I thought I told Babs to stay away from that loafer. He
3: is not a loafer. Simon's a nice boy. Uh,
2: some boy. 21 years old, he still blows bubble a Oh, <laughs>
3: He does not. He
2: does so, and I can prove it. I found his teeth marks on my blowpipe. (laughs) Babs has got to stop seeing him. Oh,
3: for heaven's sake, Riley, be reasonable. After all, a girl needs some companionship.
2: Companionship? That Simon's always broke, so all he can do is take walks. He's not a companion. He's a cocker spaniel.
3: (laughs) Well, maybe Babs likes to walk.
2: Likes to walk. There's no place to go at night except the park. And what's there to see there? It's dark. All they can do is sit on a bench. What fun can you have sitting on a bench? (laughs) I'll murder that Simon. Oh, relax. So help me, I'll pick him up by the scruff of the neck like this.
4: Put that bowling ball down. Right out on his ear.
3: You did. You threw that ball right through the window.
2: Yeah, too much English.
5: <laughs> well, good night, Simon. Thanks for taking me to the movies.
4: I don't mention it, Babs. Thanks for loaning me the money.
5: <laughs> oh,
4: that Allen lad's a dream. You like him?
5: Like him? Gosh, has he got away
4: with women. <sighs>
5: Well, good
4: night, Simon. Oh, wait, Babs. Uh, would it be... Well, I mean... Well, could you... Well, would you mind I'm if I... I'm not going
5: to kiss you, Simon, so you better go.
4: Now, listen, tomato. You'll kiss me or I'll slap you silly.
5: You try it and I'll slap you right back.
4: I guess that Alan Ladd must be slipping. You better go, Simon. No, no, not yet, Babs. Pretend I'm Alan Ladd. Put your arms around me and close your eyes. I love you, Babs. I love you madly.
5: Simon, where you go? If my father sees you? I defy I'd... your
4: father. His opposition to our romance is like an eggshell on the pavement, as the steamroller of our love moves forward. Crunch, crunch, crunch.
6: <laughs>
4: Let's sit here on the porch and finish this bag of popcorn.
5: Uh, oh, I better go in, oh,
6: but
5: Simon. Simon. My father. Oh, I better go. Oh, go. Hide in this hedge here. Okay
2: should be around here Who's that? Oh,
5: it's only me, Daddy.
2: Oh, that. So you're home at last. Where's that no good Simon?
3: Well, he... Oh, he
2: ain't here. It's lucky for him he went home. I want to have a little talk with you, young lady, as soon as I find my bowling ball.
3: Riley, don't catch cold. I
2: won't. Now, well, let's see. It came out that window, so it must have fallen... Daddy, from... don't go
3: in
5: that hedge. Well, why not? Well, well, there might be something in it. It's some animal. A gopher.
2: Should be here somewhere Oh, but,
5: Daddy,
3: wait This
2: is my prize bowling ball Hey, I think I got it I feel something round Oh, it slipped away No, no, I got it Uh Uh-oh Oh, it got damaged It's flat on top
6: It's
2: all covered with moss Early moss. Oh. oh,
3: Daddy. Riley, let it go till tomorrow. I can't
2: seem to pull it out. It's attached to something. Wait a
3: minute. I'll get
2: a real grip. I'll put my finger in one of the holes. Ouch. It bit me. Huh? The bowling ball bit me. Oh, don't be silly. Wait a minute. A bowling ball can't bite. Babs, you were right. There is a gopher in there. I'll get my gun. No, no, don't shoot, Mr.
4: Riley. It's me.
3: Simon!
2: It ain't a gopher. It's a loafer. Simon, get out of my hedge.
5: (laughs) Mother? Mother, could you... Oh, you're here, Daddy. Where's Mother?
2: Well, she went out somewhere.
5: Oh. When's she coming back?
2: I don't know, Babs. Why, what's something wrong?
5: Well, no, I just wanted to borrow three dollars from her.
2: Babs, I've told you before, on things like that, come to me. I'm the head of the house. I make the money around here, and I'll spend it.
5: Well, then, may I have the
2: $3? No, I already spent it.
6: <laughs> oh,
5: oh, jeepers. I hate to miss that concert.
2: Oh, a concert? Well, it's for something mental like that. OK, honey, here.
5: Oh, thanks, Daddy, you're a honey. I'd better phone Simon. OK,
2: you go ahead for. Simon, what's he got to do with it?
5: Well, I'm lending him the money to take me to the concert. <laughs>
6: Not
2: with my money. He ain't going to make no gigolo out of my daughter.
5: Oh, but he'll pay me back. It's an
2: outrage using my hard-earned dough to support that that couch slouch.
5: But I'm not supporting him. I'm just lending it to him. What's so terrible about that? After all, when you were keeping company with Mother, she loaned you money to take her out.
2: Yes, and she had to marry me to get it back. (laughs) And you ain't going to make the same stupid mistake she did.
6: I
5: wish you'd let me handle my own affairs. After all, I'm not a child.
2: Certainly you're a child. Remember, you're still a schoolgirl.
5: I'm over 16 and I'm entitled to some independence.
2: You can have all the independence you want when you're working and earning enough to support a husband. <laughs> <laughs> but as long as you're going to school and I'm paying for it I'll your... quit school
5: and go to work.
2: Uh, you've been saying that ever since you was in kindergarten.
5: You'll see, I'll quit.
2: No, you won't. Because you're a Riley... And we got a tradition. No Riley ever quit school. They have to kick us out.
6: <laughs>
2: I see you're in the paper where the Dodgers are going to train in Florida again this spring. Oh, gee, what a lucky state.
3: <laughs> Riley, huh? what'd you say to Babs yesterday? Oh, me? Nothing, just ordinary
2: chitter-chatter. Why?
3: Are you sure? She's threatening to quit school.
2: She is? Well, where'd she get an idiotic idea like that?
3: From you. That's what she says.
2: Oh, me? I never did know, such. Oh, oh, Dad. Yeah, can you imagine, Peg? She wanted me to give her money to lend that Simon so he can take her to a concert.
3: Well, what's so terrible about that? Well, I
2: never heard of such a thing.
3: Oh, you haven't, eh? No. Have you forgotten when we were engaged that my father used to lend you money to take me out?
2: That wasn't a loan. That was a bribe.
3: (laughs) I mean,
2: I mean... We're discussing Babs quitting school. Well, We're...
3: what are you gonna do about it?
2: Nothing. Believe me, it's just talk.
3: It's not talk. I found out she's been applying for jobs.
2: No kidding. Yes. Peg, this is serious. How can you say it's just talk?
3: Oh, I give up.
2: Yeah, you, you better let me handle this. I'll talk her out of this nonsense. Where is she?
3: In her room. Now be careful. Yes, I'm... I'll be... Oh, first you meet at the door, Riley. Yeah, okay.
2: Well, good evening, Mr. Riley. Simon. You've got your nerves showing up here. Ain't you caused me enough trouble? No, there's lots more.
6: (laughs) Our
4: Babs didn't go to school today. What? She took a job downtown. You sure? Yes, her friend Johnny told me. She's working This is all your fault. You drove her to this. Borrowing money from her all the time. I know. I could kill myself. Wait, I'll get my gun. (laughs) No, there's a better way out. We've got to make her go back to school.
2: Uh, what are you so worried about? There's more money in it for you if she works.
4: Oh, no. I wouldn't borrow money from Babs now. Uh, her hard earned money, I got my pride. The only reason I took it before was I knew she got it from you. <laughs> oh,
2: well, gee, I didn't realize that, Simon. You got character. You really love Babs.
4: I love her madly. Yeah, come in, darling. Mr. Riley, you've got to put your foot down and force Babs to go back to school.
2: Well, I don't know. Babs is as stubborn as a mule. I don't know who she takes after.
4: You have to apply psychology.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's it, Simon. Psychology. Babs is a female, and a female always does the opposite to what you tell her. I'm going to tell Babs she can quit school. Oh, no, no, Mr. Riley. Look, Simon, I know more about psychology than you I happen to be very psychopathic.
6: <laughs> and
2: that isn't just my opinion. Doctors have told me
6: that. Well,
2: all right. But remember, Mr. Riley, this is your idea. Yeah, you bet it's my idea. And don't you try to take no credit for this.
3: Oh, Riley, did huh? somebody...
2: Th- oh, hello, Simon. Oh, Peg, Bev didn't go to school today. She's got a job already.
3: Oh, no. Yeah. I knew this would happen. I told you. Now, now, now,
2: don't get excited. Let me handle this. I'll... Babs! Babs, come in here. Now, you've got to be firm with her, Riley. I know exactly what to do. Just watch me.
5: Did you want me, Daddy? Oh, hello,
3: Simon.
2: Hello, Babs.
3: Barbara Riley. Is what Simon says true? Now,
2: wait, Peg. Let me do the talking. Babs, uh, what's this about you getting a job?
5: Oh, you know.
2: Mm Mm-hmm.
5: Who told you. I meant to tell you.
2: So you uh, you want to quit school and go to work, huh?
5: i told you i was going to and I... wait a
2: minute wait a minute i got something to say about that you want to quit quit
6: <laughs> right.
2: go ahead quit. i give you permission
6: you do For no,
2: sure in fact i insist now watch your change Peg.
5: What? oh daddy you're a dream now i can call my boss and take the job permanently
4: you see it worked like a ch- <laughs> all right now wait a minute <laughs> Now look what you've done. I guess that psychology won't work with that. Simon, you and your psychology, this is all his fault, Peg. My fault, but it was your idea, Mr. Riley. I fought against it from the beginning. You didn't fight hard enough. (laughs) Simon, get out of this house.
1: (laughs) We'll hear the second act of the life of Riley in a moment. Say, Ken, the shampoo
3: of millions is Prell, Procter & Gamble's new radiant cream shampoo in the handy tube.
1: Of course, Prell's amazing for two reasons.
3: First, you'll thrill to the radiance of your hair after you use Prell, because Prell can't leave a dulling soap film. Yes, Prell leaves hair far more radiant than old-fashioned soap or soap shampoos.
4: Soft, smooth, and manageable, too.
1: Second, Prell removes embarrassing dandruff in as little as three minutes. Examinations by a group of doctors proved it.
3: And that Prel tube, so handy, so easy to use. No messy jars, no slippery bottles.
1: A little makes mountains of lather. So for hair radiantly clean, radiantly beautiful, ask for...
3: P-R-E-L-L Prel Shampoo. Leave hair radiant, gleaming bright. Not a bit of dandruff is in sight. Comes
1: in a tube, handy too.
3: P-R-E-L-L Prel Shampoo.
1: By Prel Shampoo. And now back to the life of Riley with William Bendix as Riley.
3: Riley, do you realize Babs hasn't been to school for two days now? I've talked and talked till I'm blue in the face and she won't listen to reason. Now, you're her father and it's up to you to get her back to school if you have to force her.
2: No, 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 that won't work with Babs. She's a lot like you, Peg, and I can never force you to do anything you don't want to do.
3: Well, what does that prove?
2: You can lead a horse to water, but I can't make you
3: drink. (laughs) You started this whole thing. You and your, your psychology. Now you sit in that chair helpless. Who's
2: helpless? I'll fix that kid. Help me up, Peg. <laughs>
3: Get up yourself.
2: up, no, Ron. Where is she? She's in her room. Well, you, you stay there, Peg. What I've got to say to that girl ain't for a lady's delicate ears. Febs? Oh, Daddy. Now listen, Beds. I got something to say to you, and you better listen careful, because I'm only going to say it once. You're going back to school. No. No? All right, I'll say it again and listen careful, because I'm only going to say it once.
5: (laughs) But, Daddy, what's the point of my going back to school? I'd be through in another six months anyway.
2: You're going back and get your diploma. Believe me, you'll be proud of that sheepskin.
5: Oh, what good's a sheepskin?
2: What good's a sheepskin? It's obvious you ain't never been a sheep. (laughs)
6: it'll help you get a job but
5: i've got a job and it's simply wonderful i don't care you know how much i'm getting thirty dollars a week
2: (laughs) thirty say that's pretty good i don't care if you're getting a hundred dollars there's no future without no education believe me i know
5: and in a few years I can go into business for myself and I can make loads of I money. I don't care if you... And you won't have to work, Daddy. There'll be enough money for all of us. I don't Mother care if... Mother will this. be able to take it easy and you can quit your job and I'll buy you annuities. I don't
2: care if you... Uh, annuities.
5: Daddy, this is the chance of a lifetime.
2: But, honey... No, I have got
5: some work to do, Daddy. Yeah, but so man, you run
3: along. I'll see you later.
2: No, Ben, what...
3: Well, Riley, did you knock some sense in that silly little goose's head?
2: Now wait, Peg. Let's not be hasty. We don't want to kill the goose that's laying them golden eggs.
4: Mister Riley, I just saw. up. About...
2: It's you again. On account of you, I'm in this mess. You know, my wife is threatening
4: to leave me. Really? And she won't even take me with her. (laughs) Mr. Riley, I bring bad news. Our Babs is in terrible danger. Danger? You know who she's working for? Well. Powell and Dicker.
7: Well,
4: are they bandits or something? (laughs) They're
7: theatrical
4: agents. Theatrical? Oh, my poor little girl. You know, real sharp characters. When they want to call in a girl who's working for them, they don't press a buzzer. They go... (whistles) Simon, we've got to get her back to school. You're on the beam, C.R. Now, I've got a plan. Read this. What is it? It's a discharge slip.
2: Uh, Stevenson Aircraft Plant. Chester Riley, effective immediately. Your employment is terminated. Simon. Simon, I'm fired.
4: How can they do this to me? (laughs) Oh, you're not fired. This is a fake. It's a fake? Yes. Now, this is the angle, C.R. Hmm? I got this slip from a friend of mine who works in the personnel department of your plant. But why? Why? You pretend you were fired. This fake slip will convince me. No, no, no.
2: Nothing doing. I don't want no part of this crazy scheme.
4: But, C.R. Shut up,
2: S.V.
6: (laughs) Now, beat it. You're
2: a jinx. I listened to you once and now look at me. I'm in the deepest hole I was ever in.
7: Naturally. They're wearing them lower this year. Who's that? Look behind you. It is I, Digby O'Dell, the friendly undertaker. Oh, hello, Digger. I didn't hear you come in. People seldom do. (laughs) Greetings, Riley. You're looking for... You look horrible. One side digger, I'm going to throw Simon out. Simon? Yes. I don't recall the name, but I'm sure I saw that face before. No, that was a customer.
6: <laughs> How
7: do you do, Mr. Van der Hopper. Van der Hopper. Any relation to Gideon Van der Hopper? Yeah, he's my uncle. Know him well. A true blue gentleman. <laughs> Yesterday, I wanted to see the races at Santa Anita, and he got me a box. Someday I'll do the same for
6: him. <laughs>
7: but you seem perturbed, right? Yeah, and how? My daughter wants to quit high school. A typical childhood manifestation. I remember when I was a fuzzy-cheeked youngster at good old UGS. The University of Georgia State? No, Undertaker's Ground School. <laughs> I, too, wanted to quit, but my daddy made me stick it out until I'd mastered the three R's, reading, writing, and running after business. But Babs really quit, Mr. O'Dell, and took a job. Oh, this is serious. Riley, you must get the child back to
4: school. I tried, but it's no use, Digger. Well, she...
7: I've got an idea. Quiet, son. Riley, let's hear what the lad has to say. I ain't interested. He's dead from the neck up. Yeah? Well, I'm interested. Well, suppose Mr. Riley pretends he lost his
4: job. Mm. Then he tells Bab she's got all the responsibility of supporting the family. Mm. Working is fun for Bab now, but if she thinks she's got responsibility, she'll rush back to school.
7: This lad will bear watching. He seems to have a knack for straightening people out. <laughs> My boy, how would you like to come and work for me? <laughs> I told you it's a good idea, Mr. Riley. Yes, and I'm glad I thought of it. Tomorrow morning I'll
2: stay home from work and make out I was fired. Capital.
7: Yeah. Now I must toddle along. I'm seeing that new movie, Soul and Body. Yeah. Now, you
2: you mean body and soul. You you put the body in the wrong place.
7: I did? Yeah. Well, that's a good one on somebody. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. Well, Cheerio, I'd better be shoveling off.
3: Have you seen your father this morning? It's almost nine. Oh, maybe he left for work already. No, he didn't. Look, here's his coat. Oh. Well, he must have overslept. Oh, I'd better wake him. Hang his coat up, will you, dear? It's okay, Mother. Always leaving things. Oh, wait a minute, Babs. Something fell out of his pocket. Here, put it. What's the matter? Oh, my. Oh, my. Babs. Your father's been fired. Fired? Oh, yes. Look, this is his discharge slip. Oh, that's awful. But, but why didn't he tell us? Oh, I guess he was afraid, do. He knew how worried we'd be. Oh, the poor dear. Oh, he must be suffering. We better tell him we know.
6: <laughs>
3: he doesn't sound like he's suffering.
5: <laughs> Riley, dear. Oh, yeah,
2: Mom. Uh, hmm? Oh,
3: How do you feel, sweetheart?
2: Well, I, uh, I, I, I guess you're wondering why I'm still in bed. Well, the fact we that
3: we know, dear, we found your discharge slip. Oh,
2: you know, I was going to tell you. Oh, I,
3: uh, how could they do this to you, dear?
2: Well, you know, it's it's conditions, uh, a depression. But
5: there's no depression now. There's a boom.
2: But, uh, that's what I mean. I. I dropped a sledgehammer on the foreman's head, and boom, there was a depression.
6: Oh, Riley, well,
3: you've worked there for Please, years. Please,
2: I'd rather not talk about it.
3: You're right, dear. And don't you worry, you'll get another job. Oh, we'll manage fine, Daddy. Don't forget, I'm working now.
2: Yeah. Oh, my poor little beds. You're going to have all the family responsibilities on your little shoulders. Oh, you're gonna wish you was back in school.
3: Oh, no, I won't. Now there's a reason for my working. Now, Beth, I've had enough of your nonsense. You're going back to school and that's final.
5: Well, all right, Mother, I'll go back.
2: <laughs> I knew I'd swing it. Oh, that's wonderful. I feel better already
3: with Daddy out of work how will we pay the rent. We'll, Manny. you bet we will. I'll get a job.
2: Yeah, she'll get a job. Uh, <laughs> now, wait, wait a minute, Peg. You don't have to. Now,
3: dear, I don't want any arguments. But I, I can get a job as a cashier at Reese's Market. Well, if I'm going to school today, I'd better hurry. Goodbye, Perry. Goodbye, Goodbye
2: Manny. <laughs> I told you I'd handle it. And you won't have to take that job, Peg.
3: Now, be sensible, dear. It's just till you get one.
2: But, Peg, I wasn't really fired. I just pretended so I could get beds back to school.
3: You did, huh? Yeah. You angel. You're sweet, not wanting me to go to work. But, Peg, but... it's the truth. Now, stop pretending, dear. For 20 years, I've been able to see right through you.
2: <laughs> you couldn't see through me this time. I'm thicker than I used to be. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's a trick. That discharge slip is a fake. Oh, like, now
3: stop, it. Riley. Only a moron would think of a silly trick like that.
2: Now, you see, that proves it's me.
3: <laughs> stop kidding. I know you wouldn't play a cruel, mean trick like this on your own wife, worrying the life out of me, because you know very well that when I found out I'd Well, you wouldn't dare.
2: Yeah. Yeah, you're you're so right, Peg. You you, you can see right through me. Well, I might as well get up and look for a job. Oh,
3: you can start looking tomorrow. Right now, I'm bringing you breakfast in bed.
4: But, Peg, let me You deserve
3: a rest, you brave dear. Now, what would you like for breakfast, Your Majesty? (laughs) My what? Well, today I'm treating you like a king. Now, what is Your Majesty's pleasure?
2: My Majesty ain't got no appetite. Just a cup of coffee.
3: Oh, oh come on now. Who ever heard of a king just having coffee? How about some bacon and eggs? Bacon and eggs?
2: Well, okay. And wheat cakes and sausages. I'll force myself.
4: <laughs> oh, there. Anybody home? That's
2: that pest, Simon. Hi, folks. Say, I just bumped into Babs. I bet you did it on purpose, you beast.
3: <laughs>
4: oh, that's jolly. Well... <laughs> Our little badge is really going back to school, eh? Oh,
3: yes, at last. Beat
4: it, Simon. Oh, I knew she would. I told Mr. Riley that fake discharge... Now, to Simon, Simon, wait, stop, Simon. I knew Simon. the minute he pretended to you know, be fired, she'd say, go running Simon, back to Simon, school. The king is off it, Simon. Oh, that
6: was a trick. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh.
3: But Simon, you mean that my husband really wasn't fired? Of course not. We <laughs> framed the whole thing. Chester Riley. Chester Riley.
4: Of all the
3: stupid... Riley, where'd he go to? Riley, where are you? Chester Riley, come out from under that bed.
2: Okay, I'm coming. The king is abdicating.
3: The
1: Rileys will be back in just a moment. Wonderfully new, amazingly different. That's Prell, Procter & Gamble's Radiant Cream Shampoo in the Handy Tube. Mrs. Harlan Rutledge of Los Angeles, California, has this to say about Prell.
3: I just want to tell you how wonderful I think Prell is. My hair has never looked so lovely, so soft and smooth. From now on, I'm using nothing but Prell.
1: Yes, thousands agree. Prell's wonderful for two reasons. Prell removes unsightly dandruff quickly, leaves hair glowing with radiance. bye Try.
3: P R V L L Pearl Shampoo Leaves hair radiant, gleaming bright Not a bit of dandruff is in sight Comes in a tube, handy too P-R-E-L-L Pearl Shampoo
2: Dumplin', Dumplin', you forgive me. Please say you forgive me.
3: Well... Oh, I guess you meant well. All right, I forgive you. But don't you ever try a stunt like that again. What possessed you to do such a silly thing?
2: Well, it, it was really that Simon's idea. You know me, Dumplin'. I ain't got a mind of my own, so I use anybody's.
1: Doctor <laughs> and Gamble invite you to join us again next week to hear The Life of Riley with William Bendix as Riley. The script is by Alan Lipscott and Reuben Schiff, with music by Lou Kozloff. Mrs. Riley is Paula Winslow, Digger O'Dell is John Brown, Babs is Barbara Eiler, and Simon is Warren Mills. The Life of Riley is produced and directed by Irving Brecker. Oh, she was the prima donna With always a man... Wonderful ivory snow, a regular beauty bath for blouses, lingerie, and sheer nylons. And your hands will tell you why ivory snow keeps lovely washables lovely longer. Prove it. This week, wash dishes with ivory snow. When you see how it pampers your hands, you'll know it's extra kind to fine fabrics. There's no other soap like it. Ivory snow's the only soap, both ivory mild and in granulated form. Make studs instantly in lukewarm, even in cool water. Your hands will tell you why. Ivory snow is so kind to your hands, you just know it's kind to sheer nylons and lovely lingerie and blouses.
6: Oh, wonderful
1: ivory snow. S-N-O-W. This is Ken Niles reminding you that for radiantly clean, lovely hair, get the shampoo and the tube. P-R-E-L-L. Prell Shampoo. Listen again next week when Prell brings you The Life of Riley. And now, don't forget to stay tuned to Ralph Edwards and Truth or Consequences. Good night. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company.
0: है हिंदी सिनेमा का सबसे बड़ा ब्लॉकबस्टर तो मांकेदार होगा एंटरटेनमेंट जब खुराना और मनीष 2024 with Gujarat Tourism on Sunday, 18th February, 9 pm, only on ZT